everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror, where we will be we will be reviewing uh, the latest viral horror sensation, Skinamarink. A dink, a dink, a dink, a dink. You're a you're feeding the whatever. So the, I'm feeding the. the, I, sir, would, the would that be the? Yeah, I can test that this is not really a viral sensation. That that's like. I will go there. We'll get Surprisingly, <laughs> um, with all the like public domain horror movies that are coming out this year, with this like Winnie the Pooh thing, and so this is surprisingly not a Sharon Lois and Bram horror movie. Although I know I'd be pretty in on that. Um. I mean, you literally could have named it anything. Like, nothing happened, so <laughs> you could have picked any name, and it would have made, would have made sense in some way. Let's workshop <laughs> so alternate titles. Yeah, later we can get to that. Um, let's just get into it because I don't. I have no segue. People are about to no uh, introduction. Do you want to introduce who's here? Oh yes. Or, I mean, oh, we can all just start. Yes, please. Like, we can just <laughs> Joining me guess. tonight, first up on the show, <laughs> he loved this movie. Please welcome John Schnars to the show. I had feelings, <laughs> strong ones. I'm pretty excited. I haven't seen Angry Schnars in a while, so we're going to get to that in a little bit. Next up on the show from Indiana, please welcome Casey, or as I like to call him, Weed Jesus. <laughs> Hello. That You've had many nicknames over the course of this show, Casey. This is just your latest. I know. Weed Jesus caught me off guard. <laughs> I like it. And last up tonight <laughs> from Memphis, Tennessee, please welcome Elizabeth back to the show. Howdy, guys. All right, now I have no segue, so let's take a little break here and then review Skinamarink. This is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Fuck the front time. Main feature. And there was a rarity this week in that I actually had seen this movie before Casey and John. Um, I just happened to get it in early. Oh yeah, you did. You watched it over yeah. the weekend. And when I, I just would like credit John here and now for the amount of sheer self control I exhibited. And not <laughs> being real, I am one hundred percent the reason that you finished that movie <laughs> and actually started it the night that we did watch it. Like and continue. Like the amount of self control it took for me not to live tweet you guys or live text you guys. Maybe I did text. What the you fuck is this? Casey. You texted Casey because you kept picking your phone up and being like, he hasn't texted back yet because you desperately wanted to I texted, like, what yes, the fuck this is this exists. movie? Yeah. <laughs> I got no answers. And then I was like, and then as it started unfolding, I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, I can't talk anymore about this so movie. So I actually want you to scroll back through your te- texts because we didn't respond when you sent that text. It's it was true. like Saturday night. I had other things going on. Okay. You know uh, I actually popular. didn't. I was like, I was probably in bed. Um, but when I started watching it, I, I went I went to text you both, saw that you had texted that, and I literally texted you the exact same thing. I was like, <laughs> the fuck? Uh-huh. Um, um, yeah. So what I ended up doing was texting uh, Jody, our friend Jody. He hadn't seen it either, but I just totally tainted him on it. You I were just, like, I'm about to unload him. I had to dump okay, on someone. Let's, let's back up. <laughs> and I told him. Are we fully, doing a I was plot like, synopsis? Are we doing word of the day? Are we, is this a no, melee? I'm telling, a story, I'm telling a story first. Um, so I basically just gave him what I would have given you, John. So I didn't, I, t- I was fully transparent. I was like, I'm doing this because I don't want to taint John or Casey right now. I need nothing more than a like clean reaction from them. 
Because <laughs> if I come in too hot too early, you can try to counter program me. I feel like Schnar's like subconsciously sometimes. No, no, no. And I don't like well, that. Uh, you know, like. I actually think like in general, we don't, we try not to taint each other. Yeah. It's hard. We are checking though. in on like who's watched the movie before anyone starts saying anything via text. But yes, it's, I, I do commend you because yeah, there was a universe where you just went. <laughs> fucking Ape on shit. blast yeah well that universe was today on instagram because oh, we started getting questions and i started unloading on instagram about this movie <laughs> uh so let's get into it john please bring us mm. the word of the day i'm off tonight john i didn't even play the main bumper who cares Ooh, you are worked up i can tell <laughs> just <laughs> eric uh today's word invert that's I-N-V-E-R-T, invert. It's not a, I'm, I'm not going to pretend this is the most pretentious word of the day. I was actually looking for other versions of the, you know, like a synonym that was a little fancier, but you know, at the end of the day, stay tried and true. Put upside down or in the opposite position, order, or arrangement. That's, that's our first definition. There's definitions for music, modify by reversing the direction of pitch changes. Mm-hmm. Subject to inversion in mathematics, transform into its inverse. Um, it can be an arch constructed in an upside down position to provide lateral support. Uh, but yeah, invert comes to us from the Latin in, meaning into, uh, and then vertere to turn. Hmm. Vertere. I like it. And what does that have to do with this movie, John? Tell me about uh, Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink comes to us from Kyle Edward Ball. Um, first time filmmaker or, or first time feature filmmaker. I think there was uh, you, we were talking a little bit over email. There's a short version of this film. Elizabeth, did you end up watching it? I did. I have lots to say about it actually. Okay. Continue. Can't wait to come to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Kyle Edward Ball, definitely indie filmmaker. He made this, this movie for a budget of $15,000. I saw a lower number. I saw like 11.5 or something at, at some point. Whatever Which is it is, basically the cam. I mean, that's the camera. Like the that's about what you'd spend on a really high end camera. You sure, know, but like he prosumer. could have shot this on like an iPhone. Like you don't. <laughs> I mean, right? There was it, some stuff yeah. done in post. I mean, maybe there was like software. We can talk about what. There's happens. an enormous amount of like grain being put on in post. Yeah, an enormous uh, amount. Not to mention annoying um, film noises Screeching that are being sounds, added. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, a lot of this film is just him doing camera tricks or, or sort of um, framing devices, whatever you want yeah. to call it, like okay. sort of staging the camera, staging shots. And I should mention, there's a the cinematographer who basically like her name, their name is Jamie McRae. I think it was a woman, but I'm not positive. Um, there are actors in this movie you don't even see their whole bodies at any time in this movie. Mm-hmm. I Maybe you see their phases or like the back of their heads. Like you couldn't, if they walked by you on the street, you would not know that they were in this movie. So like <laughs> the, mo- really the mom is probably the one you see the most in her corporeal form. <laughs> like, because you see it's her like torso and her, her head. head. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't really see her face. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean like there's not a lot going on in this movie other than it. I, I would say the most common camera device he's doing is like filming the ceiling as if it's the floor so there's a lot of like the house has been turned upside down 
and and like that's scary, I guess, to Gen Z or <laughs> was something. Was the house like, turned upside down or were things, objects from the floor put up to the ceiling? At one the, point, Kevin was walking on the ceiling. Yeah, the image is. Oh, what a feeling. Pres- Man, I presented. Could. It's like when I read online yeah. that like. Oh, and the doors and windows were disappearing. And I was like, is that what was happening? Like, OK. Oh, yeah, didn't we didn't get into it. Did you not hear the noise when they went? Boom, yeah, but I didn't understand. But, but because I didn't understand there was a story happening, I didn't understand that like that meant they were disappearing. Like, yeah, no, were, no, that's just the, the image was changing. Like, that doesn't fair. Divorced of context of action, John. I don't know what that means. Is my problem. Like, I read that. I wish you could have mm-hmm. seen my face when I read that. Like that. Okay, sir or ma'am. I mean, yeah. Oh God! All right. So, tell, is that what the, did you tell me what the movie's about? I don't even know. No, no. I mean, you just discussed what the movie was about, which is like that. I mean, thing. This is the synopsis. So, okay, this is the synopsis the plot, I read yeah. online. I was what, gonna say we can give you the what, plot that like the the IMDb page has. Yes. <laughs> I don't know that you would actually get that from watching the movie. I did not. No. Okay, what you get from watching the movie is a child moves around a dark space. Mm-hmm. No, what it, it said, what you, headache. but you don't see what it. you read you about is what everywhere you read about this movie says is, and I don't know, like, did they send this to these people? Like, hundred percent, yes. Like, anyway, yes. It's that uh, two children have woken up in the night and their parents are gone, and they're in a house where windows and doors disappear and they can't get out. Yes. I had read that maybe like when you Google it, it sort of shows up in that Google box on the right hand side. So I sort of knew that. I don't, I honest to God, I wish I could go in again as normal. See if that, yeah, I was fresh as the pure driven snow in this movie. I could not have told you that was what it was about. I just figured from watching it, like, because here's, here's what's bullshit is the parents are there in the beginning. The dad's on the phone. Like, so just watching what was presented to me, having not read any synopsis, I was like, okay, so like a demon kills the parent, like takes control of the parents and like kills them or something. And then they're gone. Like this movie does not wake up and there's no parent. The parents are there in the beginning. But there in- is this, there's this moment at like 10 minutes in where the kids like move into the living room. And this is when the TV becomes like a character, I guess. The TV John- gets turned on. John, do you and, like and, public domain cartoons? Because this movie's got them. Uh, well, it's <laughs> funny because that's in the credits. Um, yeah, it is. They, they do some interesting stuff in the credits here. Like they give you the full end credits in the beginning yeah. in sort of an old timey way. And one of the credit screens says all media presented, both music and public domain. The, the, yeah. yeah, it's all public domain, which makes sense. Again, he spent $15,000 making this. I know what it costs yeah. to license I'm music. Not, and I don't have a beef with them using said. public domain cartoons. It's like oh. half the movie is just it's shots a lot. of cartoons. Well, especially the sound, the, yes. the sort of, yeah. So. All right, let's do a round table here. Casey, what did you think of this movie? Uh, um, I'm going to start by giving this filmmaker kudos for, you know, he had a vision, he went for it, and he got it picked up by AMC. So kudos to that. But beyond that, this is one of the most frustrating movie experiences I've had in quite a while. It's been a good long while since a movie that we've watched for the show, especially, has left me frustrated and kind of angry afterwards. There's, I have 
big problems with the camera shots in this. And I understand it's experimental. I understand all that. But for me, when you can't focus on any one thing, because there's nothing in focus and you're getting odd angles all around and it's nothing but an hour and a half of this, it kind of unsettles me and makes me like physically angry (laughs) because I can't focus on it. And then as you're going through this, you're watching this with no score or soundtrack or hardly any ambient sound whatsoever. And there's a lot of long stretches that just carry on and there's nothing going around and there's not even a lot going on in the sound and whatnot. So I ended up feeling nothing. I can follow a narrative. There was no narrative to speak of. I'd seen the plot drop before the movie started. Didn't get a whole lot of that. I mean, I could pick up when the kids are walking around saying, daddy, where are you? Dad's not in the building. I got that much, but, you know, and there's a couple things that you could call spooky, but not in an hour and a half of this package together. I'm curious to hear what Elizabeth has to say about the short. I think I could see like a short version of this being pretty good, but as a whole, it's not for me. Did you say hour and a half? Cause it's like it's an, an hour, hour 40. 40. It's an hour plus, yeah. right? Yeah, you're right. I think I saw a hundred minutes, so. I was just guesstimating. Um, Elizabeth, what do you think? What is a movie, even guys? Um, so <laughs> now we know. I think we can answer the question. I think this—that's the worst check text, text, text to me—is um, this will make you define what you think a movie is to yourself. Um, turns out, I definitely need like dialogue, characters, and a plot. Those are the things I think I need for a movie. Um, what this movie did do, though, was make me realize that that is up for artistic license. I mean, that 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 a movie that is not a that is this that is like um, and what it what it reminds me of is in like a you go into a museum to see like an installation art project that half of it is like sculptures of like. rusty teapots and broken dolls and stuff and then this is playing on a loop in the background where it's like it doesn't it's not meant for you to sit and watch and be like beginning middle end oh okay i come away from that having had a complete experience it's a hundred percent supposed to be atmosphere and like a thing where you're spooky anyway like whatever that and it does work for that i think for like a visual like like how they have those like spooky records for Halloween parties. And it's just like, Ooh, like for that, if you want to like project it at a party or something like, yeah, I mean like, it's like spooky, but like, so is like, if you just like replayed on a loop, the movie from the ring, like mm-hmm. that's freaky. It's There's like, more plot in that too, actually. <laughs> so this like is, I, I will be honest. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, that's how she like solves the mystery. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with this, I, had my opinion of this film and then I watched the short and it's like two separate things. Like I I don't even remember what I was going to say about like all my complaints because the short is so much more concise and it's honestly a shame the feature is it the exists, same, I think. Is it the same footage or like, do they just expand on it? It's new. Like, well, it doesn't look like the same <clears throat> to me. Interesting. Cause I feel like the mother is different in the short, but the short, there is a clear, like, Spoilers for the short. It's called Heck. No, don't spoil it. I might watch this. <laughs> um, apparently, like that was like proof of concept, and like I can, I, I could see that and be like, 
sure. Like I'm on board for this. I want to see what it's going to be like for this to be a movie. I would have been disappointed if I had seen the movie and this short had been the first thing I'd seen, but to see it in the reverse order has a really strange, like it's making me more endeared to the film. I don't know. I don't know how this exists. I'll be honest, this movie, I can't, I can't argue in favor of it. The short has a lot to talk about, I think. And it's just a shame because like, I feel like usually what you get is, I don't know, this, there wasn't enough idea to, this is the thing I think that happens a lot with shorts, especially genre shorts where there's got to be this like build of tension to expound that into like an hour and a half, 90 minutes, two hours. It's hard. It's hard to do that. And in normal circumstances, yeah. like when you have narrative structure, structure, I think it's impossible to do if you just have a feeling or like an atmosphere. I mean, that being said, like, I think they did. I can't, I kind of can't quit thinking about it. And when I was watching the short on my phone, I like, there were several times I didn't want to look directly at it for just feelings of unease. There, it, there is something to like the feeling it gives you. I don't know that that's like... Enough rage? To... Is it like rage at your time having been no, wasted? That's or... sort of the frustration. Partly the frustration with it is like, I you feel in certain moments you feel its ability to crank up that anticipation. The problem is that when you get deep enough in the movie and you realize there is not going to be ever any payoff for any of the anticipation, it completely loses. Not only does it lose any. Uh, efficacy, but it actually starts making you angry as the viewer because you're like, well, the well, short why the has fu- an ending you're like, and it's chilling as fuck. You're like, and why like, the fuck am I even It really here? makes you like, <clears throat> ugh. The movie doesn't, it's not even, it's so warped. The It's it's taken everything that's very pure and really scary, I think, from the short and diluted it to the point of like, it now is just imagery. I don't even understand. Like there is n- we should, no we, connective and, tissue. And we should really point that out for people though who are listening because a lot of people probably haven't seen this. This is an hour and 40 minute movie with no die. I mean, like, okay, there's some like random stuff spoken very distantly in the background that like, I guess. Well, they, and they subtitle. <laughs> and there's some subtitles. You wouldn't even be able to tell what the hell is going there on. There are 10, 20 minute sections of this movie where you are literally staring at walls. And I That's don't. That's what I can't get I over. don't mean that in a theoretical mm-hmm. way where I'm being a smart ass. I mean, like there are many shots of walls. Where the first is act happening. of this movie basically is the top right corner of your bedroom. It's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. just looking yeah. at crown molding. I I so go ahead, John. Sorry, Elizabeth. I don't want to cut you off, but I also I I can't hold Please. it in any longer. Please <laughs> no, just like do it. Where I don't even know where to begin. I there is a part of me that wonders if this whole thing is not like an elaborate prank that is being <laughs> played on the horror community. And so here's the thing. You, we've we've discussed. I, I'm not online. Like I don't use social media. This is not like a when we say it's a viral sensation. Like it did okay at the box office. It was not like a hit at the box office. Like it did fine, but like it made less than a million dollars on 700 screens. Like on a per screen average, it was like fairly weak. Like Megan in its third weekend, five x per screen. Fair. Like and this thing's know, not so. going up. But not a smart, not being a smart. Mark my words. You realize I, that's not where the viral did y'all comes see today. From, right? They announced the sequel for Megan or Skinner Marink. For Megan. No, but it, like, okay. Can you imagine it's, it's, 
much talked about online, but to John's point, the hope when you create that pipeline is that it ends in moot dollars at the theater. Yeah. Uh, that's what happened. If, if it's not, if people aren't paying to see it at the theater, what the fuck are you doing? Because that's what it? happened with Paranormal Activity. I mean, that's what they're they are fully chasing. Because a lot of people want to compare it to Blair Witch. I'm not exactly sure why, but like what these people, what what they're chasing by putting this in theaters is that P, sweet PA money that hasn't really come around for someone in a while. Look, I haven't watched Paranormal Activity <clears throat> or Blair Witch in a long time. Those are excellent films. Like. They're very, that, very good. That consistently they, during the runtime pay off for the viewers. They have characters. Yeah. And they have narrative arcs. There is a generally three act structure in place. Straight like, up, this is an experimental art film that it's sure. it should not be marketed as a commercial film. No. And anyone who is saying that this is one of the scariest movies ever seen is what so they're full doing, of shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what I feel like they're doing, John, is they're going into the exhibit in the museum that has a canvas blank on a wall. And someone's like, see, the absence of art is really what makes us <laughs> yeah. feel our most existential. Well, that's why. And I, you're like, oh, my God, it's genius. I truly like, I've read I, so many reviews where I'm like, what the fuck are these people? I'm sorry. I truly think that you spend so much time literally staring into grain in this movie that it becomes a Rorschach test. And right. Like, I think you're right. It really does. It was the most bored I've been watching. If we were not talking about this movie, I would have turned it off 20 minutes in. Absolutely. Absolutely. In like, and I would have still been angry that I spent 20 minutes watching it. This is the most. So the, the other reason I like doubt that this is like breaking out or any kind of sensation. There's like a lot of people in my like general social interactions who know that I'm like a horror person and intent, even like kind of indie stuff. That's like, getting some play they'll ask me about it no one has raised this to me yeah i've actually gone to people and been like hey you heard this movie skin ring and they're like no i haven't heard of it i'm like good for you because this is the <laughs> worst fucking thing i've seen in a long long time when i was getting I, a tattoo today the guy in the room next to me was this like real big like motorcycle guy i could hear their whole conversation and they were talking about horror movies and it was just cracking me up because he'd be like hey man you uh you sing this terrifier too yeah, man, I saw that. That's some wacky shit. Yeah, but you know what you in for. You seen that first one? You know you going straight in there. It's gonna be some crazy shit. I so wanted to be like Skinnerink. Y'all heard of this? Like somebody tell me anything. No am way. I am I nuts here? Yeah, I don't so, know. I mean, so we can talk. Like I've got so many thoughts, and like we can even the like. I went through the reviews as well. Just I went to Metacritic because I was like, there's no way critics are writing this up favorably. It has like a positive score on Metacritic, but then you get into the reviews and most of them are just like, I don't know, they, they, the word most frequently used is beguiling. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's beguiling because it's not a fucking movie and you're like trying to impart some, you know, structure to it that doesn't exist. And yeah, whatever. Well, that's what I, I mean. I should, like so much of it is just what people are projecting onto it, which is not there at all. I do want to caveat and Casey said it up front and I'm... Firmly agree. Like, I'm very happy for this director. Yeah, like, I agree. Good for him. He spent like a, a very small amount of money in filmmaking terms. I mean, maybe a lot of money for him. And like, this is getting attention. We're here talking about it. It is not a film that people should be watching. Like, <laughs> I'm actually more interested in the, the short at this point than I am. Yeah, I would but, like, say. I wish you would watch it. I would like to uh, hear what you thought about it. I would it, say that. I won't watch it out of protest. I'll agree with you, John. This is for me. Pretty easily, I would say the most bored I have ever been in a movie we've done. And my experience was like, I, again, I went in cold. I hadn't seen a trailer because once I put it on, I would see people being like, oh, I wasn't sure if I was ready for that kind of vibe tonight. I'm like, oh, no, what kind of vibe is it? So I put it on 
And it's like, you know, 10 minutes and all I've seen is shots of like hallways and like apparently mm-hmm. all the windows and doors disappearing in the house. I didn't know that's what I was seeing. I just saw like shit flashing. I'm like, okay. Like my first thought was, was this shot on an iPhone? Which fine, like shit, you could shoot a movie, a legit movie on an iPhone now. Like, Steven Soderbergh fine. has shot like sure. multiple films yeah. on an iPhone. But like, I immediately was like, oh, this is very low, but like I didn't really know what I was in for is my point. And, you know, so then what I'm waiting for is like, a story clearly, but I'm waiting for some kind of payoff. Cause like, I'm like, Oh, okay. This is like, cause here paranormal, like the most effective thing in paranormal activity was Oren Pelly setting that camera up in that bedroom in a way so that when they were sleeping, the door was open and it's black in the hallway. That shit is brilliant because what it, again, Rorschach test, like you are staring into that darkness, especially in the theater, so intently, you almost start hallucinating. You're just like, like, cause you're just staring in the darkness, trying to conjure something up there that when something does come flying at the screen, you piss your pants. Like that's why that movie was, is good. It's why it went viral. And it does that. It throws things at the camera. It makes noises, right? Like it, those are the payoffs in like a found footage movie. And that's what's interesting is like, this is not a found footage movie, but it is very, to me, akin to one because I think it's actually using, it is attempting to traffic in a lot of the same, I think, tension in a very minimal way, but minimalist way. But it it weirdly feels like a found footage movie because, I, I because you're often- the, because you're often- I would argue get, it's the worst parts of a found footage movie. That's fine, but the, my the, point being the, that like, what makes a found footage movie interesting is you are often seeing actions happen from non-traditional camera angles. And a lot of times that's what creates tension and like, like very non-traditional. I mean, like people's ankles, baseboards, the corners of the wall. It's like, I was joking that. So when I was younger, I always kind of like, was like, oh, I should make a movie, but I hated people. And so like, I was like, well, I can't make a movie. You gotta like talk to people and shit, right? Yeah, you only hated them when you were younger. <laughs> this is, but th- that's what's brilliant about this movie. You could make 90% of this movie without ever speaking to another human being. Like obviously yeah. if he had a cinematographer, fine, he did. But it's also the kind of movie you make when you don't have access to real actors because you didn't need real actors to do this. Literally like you're showing ankles and a mom sitting on a bed is the most of anything that happens, right? So, <clears throat> 20 minutes in, I remember just being like, oh no, like does nothing, does literally nothing happen? And I started like losing my mind and just be like, oh my God, this can't possibly, like just the, 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 <laughs> oh, the okay. ocean. I checked the time, the like runtime, you know, I was like, oh, I was just left in this. Eric did the same thing. Yeah, I was doing it like every 10 the, minutes. The, like, like, I, this has got the veritable ocean of emotions I went through while watching this movie, none of them like positive towards this movie. But to me, like it really shits the bed in this scene with the mother because it has so much potential. And I actually think, I would go so far as to say if, if he had nailed the scene with the mother and then I think the ending, the very ending is pretty decent. But it's, so if he had nailed the scene with his mother and at least given... <laughs> one other like kind of are you, you're talking about the look under the bed scene yes so yeah so here's what i think i felt an enormous amount of tension in the early stages of that scene because mm-hmm. uh i'm 40 years old i don't want to look under my bed if the lights are on like i'm good that's why my there's shit under my bed because i don't want to clean it so like but wasn't that the dad telling him to look under the bed and then he came back up and it was the mom and, and the other and side? Then the mom yeah it's the mom and the dad but like somebody tells him to look under the bed 
And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I was literally physically like yeah, this because like I was just waiting. I was waiting because this this movie in some ways is the internet equivalent of those videos that were like, stare at these two Spot pictures and tell us what's different. So I was just waiting for the scream thing, which like, is that cheap? Sure. But I'll sign up for that ride. I've done that plenty of times. I'm down for that. But, but, but they do so that later. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because this, this is really important how they fuck this scene up. So he sends him under the bed. And it's slow and panning and I'm it's so tense. I'm like feeling sick. It's so tense. The camera goes down, sits there for way too long. Nothing happens. The camera pans back up. The camera goes down again and looks again and nothing fucking happened. And at that point, I started getting angry and I'm like, you fucked this mm-hmm. whole scene up. The scene ends. Nothing happens. And then there is a loud noise throughout the audience, but it has nothing out of context. It's just a cut and a loud screeching sound. That is the, just the worst, cheapest form of jump scare. And I'm sorry, but like, that is not a payoff. So at that point, I realized like, this movie's got fucking nothing. And that is the most it's ever gonna be. And I hate this movie. And like, and it really, it made me more annoyed because I had felt, I was very tense at the beginning for the first half of that scene. It's like a family guy joke that goes on for too long but it just keeps going like three times longer than that. Like there's just the audacity to make this movie an hour and 40 minutes when there are multiple like five minute long shots of a wall where nothing happens is insane. Like that's just like, I have to give credit almost for that kind of decision (laughs) because it's batshit crazy. Like the confidence, the confidence. I want to, so so hold on. Go ahead, you go, you you want to finish? I can't finish. I think. I think that so then it's just a whole lot of nothing for the rest of the movie. There's the blood spattering like. I don't know what's happening. Whose blood was that? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares at that point? You at that point you're checked movie, out. You don't care what's happening. I think that the final imagery is really good. Like that thing in the dark was really to me scary. But I was just so about the phone thing like the phone the face car? the guy when he guy the dude finally emerges from the dark at the very end. Oh, <clears throat> um, man. But like that ending in a movie where there's at least two decent payoffs. Like, again, I think this movie with two decent payoffs, I would have been annoyed by it, but I think I would have been way higher on it. But there is nothing like there has mm-hmm. to be for a horror movie to be good. There's got to be a sequence of like tension build like payoff release tension, like you, some. You forgot about when the windows disappear, like that Stop. one window disappears. Stop it. In the short, the day, the passage of time is marked by, which I think is genius, how kids say sleeps. My kids, my kid does it yeah. like where it's like, oh, five sleeps, blah, 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 blah. So it's like every few minutes, it's like five sleeps. And then it's like, it'll skip some and be like, 27 sleeps and it's like the kid looking for food in the kitchen and like calling for his mom there's stuff that happens and they tell you in what time frame it's happening <laughs> then he's so like, i just like to like give a you movie. a play-by-play play of the short there, <laughs> no, it does build. The short. i know it's impossible to like return back to the movie now and be like reel it in because i liked the short and be like yeah i didn't like this movie but Watch the yeah. short. Like well, there was so there was that thing in the film where it says five hundred and seventy-two days. Yeah. I, I, like literally I at that point, that in the I movie, was just honestly. Like, <laughs> well, the, yeah. the, 
the link I sent in the email to you guys today with the guy that was breaking down in depth everything that was this movie was about what was going on mentioned that 572 days was definitely the mark the passage of time of how long this has been happening to the kids. He did not explain how he came to that. Well, yeah, no, I mean, no, I know. I tell you the 572 days. Yeah, yeah right. on I mean, in I, the short, they're in hell. Like, there's 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 a thing that happens, and like the kid, it's it's so chilly. Like at the end, like he's like, "Mom, I think our house is hell," and it like really is effective. And you're like, "Oh shit, okay." So they're like stuck in here forever, and I don't know. Like, there's there's the, it's, it's uh, very minimal as well, but there's stuff happening like that's just not happening. Yeah, the, the choice to go so ab- I mean, it's the most abstract thing I think I've totally a hundred percent. I mean, so, like that. <clears throat> sorry. Go well, ahead, the, the point I, I just want to touch on this, um, like the found footage point and sort of the angle, the camera angle decisions that are made. Ugh. I was getting very annoyed. I mean, early, like 10, 15 minutes in. The th- okay, so, I mean, you've all been with me on this BGH journey for however long now. Like, mm-hmm. found footage movies, when they work, Eric, you mentioned, like, they can draw attention from strange camera angles like the they have to be motivated right like there has to be an explanation someone dropped the camera now the camera is pointed yeah. in this strange no, angle it's like when like, someone it's one? like but it's like when someone drops the camera in a found footage movie but that's the whole movie yeah yeah they're but it's worse than that because they're just picking these odd angles you some elizabeth i think you were joking it's like the corner of your bedroom that's not a joke. No, like they joke. literally no, that's legit what you're watching for minutes the of the camera this movie. at yeah. For what reason? Like and then it, while this and then noise it, is in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're then, just looking at a corner of a room, friends. It's just a feeling. And then I'm like skimming through some of these reviews and the reviews are like the this, you know, the director is like drawing tension out of like camera angle. Right. And I'm like, no. what the fuck? Like why is the camera like there's no motivation for why anything is framed the way right. that it is they, yeah. we don't see the kids faces like the the first time you see the kids it's like their feet but not even framed in a, in a normal way like it's half of the hallway and they sort of just like walking i like a well, when it's that abstract person was filming it like you exactly. don't know it's supposed to be scary because I'm just like, well, I was just looking at a corner of a wall, and now here's an upside down Barbie. Is it upside down because it's in water and floating, or oh, is that it, was the the Barbie you know I mean? was the jump or is it on the floor and it's floating like the shoe and nope, or is it on the yeah. ceiling and it's hanging? I don't even know because like we've just been looking at like carpet fibers. Well, and none of it matters. There's right. it doesn't truly matter. you're More not given any reason to care. Well, so here's about what I, any of the things here's what I, I said too. Like I just told you guys last night. This is like. <laughs> My mom's in her seventies and she's smart. You know, she can make a FaceTime call, but you know, you know, you have your those FaceTime calls with your parents <laughs> that are older and you're getting the crazy angles because they don't understand where the camera is. It's exactly what this it's whole good, entire it's a good, is. Uh, it's a good Bo Burnham song. I think the biggest indictment of this movie is that it's an hour 40, which is a crime against cinema, but, but you couldn't, you could excise any random 10 minutes and it changes nothing materially about the movie. Yeah. And that to me is the biggest indictment of it. Yeah. Well, like you were talking about with the mom scene before, I got zero tension out of that scene because if I hadn't have read the plot drop beforehand to see that it was supposed to be about a dad and his two kids, 
at that point in that movie, I'm thinking that we've been told nothing of what happens to the mom. We don't know that the mom's there or not. We don't know if dad was talking to mom on the phone or not. So when mom first shows up, when he stands up from the bed, my first thought was, well, mom came home finally. Yeah, but it's not even that. I was just, it's not even that though. I was just, the way that that scene was set up, I was expecting the internet video screaming thing in my face and you don't get it. And then at the end of the scene, there's just a little like, meh. And then it like cuts away and you're like, what the fuck? The like, mom scene in the short is so much I, I just went, I mean, I'm not lying. I was like sick with tension in that scene. And then I went to just angry and then it kept going longer. And then it just ended and I was like, I just threw my hands up. I was like, well, what, what is this movie? Like, what is this? Yeah. Well, meanwhile, so the Barbie, I was trying to remember what that, like the, there's a one jump scare in this movie. I think there's two. The one I thought was so fucking cheap and made no, and it was, I think it's the Barbie on the ceiling, right? Like there's this sequence where you're being asked to stare at a Barbie on the ceiling. And then there's just like a loud noise. Oh, just the and loud you see the face yeah. of the, the girl's face, but with no mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like five minutes later, they're like, I oh, saw so the the boy. So it's like Kaylee and Kevin, I think. Kevin's like, I saw Kaylee and she didn't have a mouth. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> I, want, I, I want a one man show that's just John oh reenacting God. this whole movie shot by shot. Oh, oh. <laughs> it, makes me, it made me so angry. Like, yeah. I I was restraining myself as well from from texting because I like I didn't know if Casey had seen it and also I didn't want to like overly color this conversation and even in like full restraint I was unable to you know not say a couple nasty things while I was watching. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was a challenging watch for sure. It was I was crawl I mean I'm not exaggerating I was physically crawling up the walls by the end of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can, oh, it's like a and, so that, and I turned off the fucking Jaguars game to watch it and completely oh. missed the comeback. <laughs> completely missed it. And so now I'm so yeah. And you're like Jags fan number one. So. No, but like I want to see a good game. Like I turned I was like, yeah, this game is over. Let's just watch this. When game. I was searching oh, Twitter today for uh Skin Marie, people talking about Skin Marie, that's the most common thing I saw was <laughs> people saying I turned off the I missed the Jaguars game for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can we like, I, I don't know if there's other things we want to talk about this movie. I like, I, you know, I could say mean things, but like, I am curious, like, it, do we really think people are online or like, this is like a thing that people care about the, the headline, the people saw, that are into this movie are extremely into it, but like, okay, that it's like anything, right? Like the people who are like making the most noise, like that, that doesn't mean anything. Like I saw a headline that was like. I think it was I it was linked in an email newsletter I get, you know, one just whatever. And it was something like, um, Skinner Marink is this generation's Blair Witch Project or yeah, something yeah. along those. It keeps getting put in the same sentence as Blair Witch. Can I read can I read the tweet? My normie friend today was like, Oh, that Skinner Marink movie. Yeah, that's that one that's like that Blair Witch movie. And I was like, No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's it's honestly so Price. disrespectful <laughs> to any movie that is being compared pri- to this, I had like, to send this when I saw it, but the prize for most pretentious tweet that I saw is this one where oh, this person good. says, like a post-creepypasta analog horror poltergeist whose base <laughs> influences are Kurosawa and Shirashi and first-person indie horror games instead of Robert Wise or classic gothic. Kurosawa, my Kurosawa. ass. Kurosawa. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. camera angles? I don't even know. Black and white, maybe? 
And, and that's I mean, what I mean by like, angels in this movie. It just becomes a, such a Rorschach test at some point. Yeah. I can't get over the camera angles because I mean it had a physical ef- effect on me, like Eric was talking about. It's like when you have a fly that's like constantly, you know, buzzing your face or something, and it's doing that the whole time. That's how you feel. That's how I felt. It's like Jesus. I mean, God and Christ, I think you know, you could be that abstract to open a movie. And then have it slowly gel into something like less abstract because that's what I was expecting. But then what that yeah. exactly when you don't know what you're getting into, exactly what happens is you're counting down the minutes and you're being like, all right, we're 10 minutes in. Like, I'm not okay. And then you're 20 minutes in, and you're like, oh, this isn't gonna change. Like, this is just what it is. There, there's a like if there was a plot at all, like any narrative arc to this film, I like I would be less. It wouldn't Nasty take much. It. There's a couple no. of key things that could turn it and at least make it be like, oh, that was kind of interesting. Like yeah. two characters speaking to each other. It drove me insane too. Like developing. There's just the decision to make everything so inscrutable. Like the dot. Like okay, you want to make it grainy. Did the dialogue need to be unhearable? Like did did yeah. I did you need to make it so degraded that you had to put subtitles on it? Like what's the I don't understand the purpose. Well, to and your the decision point. to make you know you you t- you talked about it a little bit earlier, but like the the visual um, the the stuff they did in post to make this look like degraded film and and have some of the same ticks, you know, it's audio so, ticks. It's so fake, grainy. It's insane. It's ridiculous. There are shots <laughs> we talked about the like shots of like the angle, whatever. There's like shots where it's just black screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like green. And they carry on for like a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Long enough that you're like, is something broken on my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did it pause? Did it pause? What did I do? Uh-huh. All right. So people like there, there's like 10 people on the internet who have created like bot armies. It's like a Russian bot army situation is what I am taking so, away from I this. would say I'm seeing probably more people not liking it, but I'm seeing a good amount of people like. I, I do also like end up seeing a lot of critic stuff and, and it's, this is mostly Twitter also, but well, I want to know, are there, and, and like, we don't need to call people out by name, but like, is this, is the push or the push, the, the BGH Slack community, are there like champions? Talking I haven't about been seeing a lot Not of it, really. but that, that talk mostly happens in the spoiler channel, which I refuse to go into. So yeah, it's. They have not been uh, fawned over it too much. Now, Schnarz, I was asking you earlier when you were first started talking about your uh, feelings on this. Are you aware? Did you read up on like the viral nature on like how this took off on TikTok when it was leaked and all that good stuff? Well, there. so I did. I think I saw this in like a news article or something. It was basically the film leaked. It was at Toronto or. Um, yeah, is it one of the festivals? Festival? I don't yeah. know. And then. Um, it basically leaked in fall and then people were posting chunks of it to TikTok, I guess. Yeah. Which honestly, why? why? Like what chunk were they posting where people were like, Oh, oh yeah. dude, no, I like, disagree. Creepy bits. No, no, I disagree. I think it's mega easy to find like a bunch of small sections that just pique your imagination to be like, Oh, oh yeah. Cause you're like, what's what the larger movie? thing? Yeah, yeah. Right. Because like, yeah. but that's the whole movie. It's just that yeah, little tease. You just saw the behind best it. Parts. Right, exactly. It's a 30 second clip of No, I think I actually I think, think it was very think serendipitous that that happened for them and ended up well, creating think, a marketing. Yeah, I think plan it's very they could have done that obvious. intentionally. I think like it's the, very usually absolutely they could have. Yes. I think yeah. it's very yeah. easy to understand one of the how, two happened. how it went viral on TikTok. 
Well, um, and that got, and it would make sense that that could have been on purpose too, because this guy started by he started a website and he was making short videos, short clips of people's nightmares that right, they wrote yeah. in or something like to that nature. So yeah. the idea of this getting broken into chunks, leaked on and, TikTok, you know, kind of fits the narrative. And supposedly the nightmare was based on was somebody said, I had a nightmare that I woke up and my parents were gone and there were no doors or windows in my house. That was like the. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I think I can make an hour and 40 minute movie. Yeah. Out of that idea. <laughs> yeah. And if I mean, to this, to this filmmaker's credit, if it is, was done on purpose, leaked on purpose to do this on TikTok, more power to him. That's clever use of your What's tools. What's interesting man. is to see the two types of film we've seen recently <laughs> get some recognition and, and audience from TikTok with Megan and oh, yeah. this because they couldn't be more different in production. I think it's a more, you know, I think it's a more interesting story, though, if he did not intend it to leak and have that happen. I think that's yeah. a way more interesting story because it's funny that we want to give him credit for it. Like, well, yeah, you know, he he meant to do that. I, but it's easy to see that it could be is all I'm saying. Oh, my default is usually if that was like an intentional strike, whether he did it or, you know, IFC or somebody, you know, like a clever film marketing person. So I prefer to, I prefer chaos, John. Oh God. Well, uh, yeah. I do worry. Okay. I mean, I genuinely worry because of the like equivalence that, is being drawn between this and Blair Witch or Paranormal Activity. Like, I worry about normies going to see this and then being like turned off of whatever the next thing is. Because be like, yeah, there's no way I'm doing this again. Eric, it, look, this that is not a risk here. Paranormal Activity, go look at the box office numbers. It's it bananas. made yeah. an astronomical amount of money. Yeah. This made like an okay amount of money for a movie that costs as much. Just as let me it know if like anybody. Grand. Just let me yeah. know. Just let me know if anybody sees those commercials. Where there's like a night vision camera in a theater and people being like, ah, because like then you know the full court press is on for <laughs> what the scene viral would marketing. they be showing? <laughs> where they're interviewing them on the way out. It was so scary. Oh my God. I can't even <laughs> I describe it. And uh, this worked. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling my friend, I would love to just go stand at my local theater outside of the uh, yeah. entrance to this <laughs> movie. And as people leave, fuck? like, can I borrow a moment of your time? What did you think? <laughs> How did Skin Marine land for you? Do you mean 45 minutes after the movie started? or <laughs> Well, I'd be there. The I think I the saw um, uh, Whitney was saying she saw nine people walked out <laughs> in the middle of her screen. Yeah. Do you think there's a oh, world man. where a younger TikTok demographic is more into this? Has their attention span been warped but they beyond have us but, understanding? Right, like, right, right, exactly. But they have worse narrative. They yeah. have worse attention spans than us. That's, so how yeah, that's what I'm saying. Be, like, yeah. could that lend itself to a favorable viewing of this film? No, yeah. no, I think the There's, opposite. It'd be way harder yeah. for them to sit through this shit. Are you kidding me? Like, I could barely sit through it. I don't know. I feel like this ha movie happened in like 30 second increments. And I mean, but nothing's happening though. Well, I know. Yeah, there. Who knows? Thirty second know. increments of how were you? <laughs> they like time? forgot the previous thirty seconds where nothing <laughs> happened, and now they're like evaluating this. Ooh, be a I? new thing on the floor that I'm looking at, like a new Lego. Also, and a do, new noise. Do Zoomers go to yeah. movies? I don't know. Oh my gosh, guys! <laughs> There's no way. It just <laughs> no. They just watch it on the TikTok. Mm -hmm. 
I feel like we were hoodwinked into thinking this was a viral sensation and it is not a viral sensation. <laughs> it's terrible. And I hate it. Well, that's the thing that was never viral in its full form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's certainly, we didn't even talk about the 911 call out of nowhere. Oh, well, yeah. they tried to dial 911 a couple times. That doesn't, right? Well, they talked to somebody. doesn't amount to anything. Yeah. Because they're in hell. Right? Why would there We're be a why would there be a nine one one operator in hell, John? Uh, I don't know. What it's like they, the black what phone? Did, what did it they can do? Call the film dimensions. Oh, it's mm. like the black phone, another bad movie. Cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I did read today. I did read today <laughs> one of the reviews <laughs> that uh, the voice at one point instructs Kevin to uh, put the knife in his eye, and he does. And yeah, yeah, I, I missed that. Yeah. I was totally drawn at that point. No, no, I did. Yeah. I missed that in the movie. I read that too. I was like, when did that happen? Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. that. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. huh. Face at the end was creepy. You know what it reminded me of? I don't even of? remember that. You know what I it reminded either. me of? You ever seen that old creepypasta meme where it was like, people all over the world have dreamt of this face. Yeah. And it's like a creepy, like featureless kind of face dude. That's what it reminded me of. I feel like okay. was it the one with the no eyes and mouth? No, he he has a face, but it's like just off, and it's like a weird okay. drawing. I didn't of see it. his. I like creepy. It's an pasta. ancient. Okay, so it, let me tell you, it, it's an ancient meme. Like it's been around yeah. forever. That stuff freaks me out. Like it's yeah, not same. my home base of horror. The creepy pasta kind of like Reddit horror community. That's where this guy that made this movie came from, sort of, or like really he was active in that space, and it makes total sense. By the way, because creepypasta is all that like that like, like pretend it's real, but it's a dream, yeah. and it's like in the woods, and it's in your woods, but nowhere, and you can find this <laughs> we door should also to somewhere. Say, and no, I but they fully, did it really well on that show on Sci-Fi. I don't think it was done as well. I there. fully do not know if the word creepypasta is even used anymore. We might just sound like old people saying, "Oh it. gosh, it's possible." No, that pretentious dude on Twitter it. did. Oh, that's true. That's but true. he said no. He said yeah. post creepy pasta. So oh, he was referring true. to we're we are in the, the post we're in the new like phase a meta situation. That's right. And I felt too old for that. Even <laughs> anything else you guys want to talk? About? <laughs> I want to never think about this movie again. Same. Same. I think they're gonna make yeah. Skin them a two rank. They're gonna give them twenty five thousand dollars and be like, "Good luck, buddy." They you should do call it, it Skin them a rank a two. Yeah. I'll get 12 bucks to not go. <laughs> well, they need to pay you like five right there for that. <laughs> I will say my ranting today on Instagram as people were asking questions stopped Mondo from going to see it. So I think we did a service here already. Nice. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. Thanks. All right. I think that'll do it. Uh, would you recommend this movie, John? No. Casey? No. Elizabeth? No, but watch the short. Okay. Where you watch it on YouTube? I'm honestly yeah. intrigued. I kind of want to yeah. watch the short now. It's scary. Yeah. It's good. I'm curious. I tried searching like Skinamarink original or short or something, and all I could see was bootleg accounts that were like, watch Skinamarink, that where you go have to, then it just sends you to some like site. No, this is called, and here. I love the name of it. It's called Heck, because oh. that's like what a little kid would call hell. Okay. I that's like what it. I imagine that's I like it. alluding to. Uh, I would also yeah. say no, do not watch this movie. I don't even have a qualifier. Yeah. Just don't do it. All right. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. In the 1980s, one movie and its monster were so offensive, so outrageous, and so terrifying, they left audiences gasping for more. Now, look who's back. Ah! 
Basket Case 2. No, 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 no. Everything they said about the original goes double. Because this time, he's not alone. Basket Case 2. Rated R. Starts Friday. Hi, I'm Heather Langenkamp, and you're listening to Bloody Good Horror. Case two was that Hen and Lauder as well, or I think so. There okay. was also a three. I've never seen it. I own part three on VHS, where apparently Bilal has like a mech is in a mech suit or something, but I have not seen that. I need to see it. Um, <laughs> How have you not watched that if you own it? I've had I own a lot of stuff I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, come Just on. Stuff I cleared out of the local video stores when they all went under. Um. I got a bit of crazy bad news I just saw on Twitter, John. Missing California hiker identified as Warlock star Julian Sands. Oh. Oh. That's weird. I was just watching one of those Warlock movies lately. They're real campy. He's been doing stuff recently, too. I mean, he's been fairly active. That's a bummer. Interesting. Thoughts and prayers? I don't know what to say. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com. Is the email address. Breaking news. All your breaking news here. You know what happened last week, Casey? We got a bunch of stuff to talk about, but um, the we had a winner in our BGH first ever BGH Fantasy Football League. Yes, we did. We hold on. We've done some in the past. There had been really? there had been leagues. But no, I, yeah, there's this wasn't the first time. Oh, ever. I thought it was. Okay. No. I'll we'll call it the first. Um Ethan won. And uh, our good friend Joe, who was on episode um six 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 and was just on again recently uh mm-hmm. he sent him a yeah. pretty sweet little prize package um with a bunch of blu-rays and horror goodies and other stuff yeah so there nice. you go just a perk congrats of, ethan a perk of being on slack i myself kate was strong throughout the season but petered out in the playoffs i came in fourth finally but mm. <laughs> um john you're about to be on plug it up Plug it up. I sure am. Talking about resurrection. I want to watch that. Uh, I felt like I was being trolled by Caitlin. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> didn't care for it. Um, it's the new one with, uh, what's her name, right? Correct. What's her name? From the Night, Night House. Isn't it? Yeah. Rebecca, um, Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. Correct. Uh, she's great. It's, it is, she's like a producer on it. And like, it's one of these things where it's like, she's just, having a good time i think okay. i mean not that it's it's kind of scary sad for her but her character um it's on shutter it's a it's a shutter original i believe um i mean it's a well-made movie like it's not without its merits but i yeah cool. you should listen to I'm plug gonna, it up and I get will. my full uh, breakdown 
search it sure will plug it up on your uh podcasting things you can also um go listen to me on the bgh patreon feed uh talk about jason lives that's of course on howdy horror hosted by whitney um when you sign up for patreon you can go um get that link put it into your podcatcher i got a new phone actually i need to do that i don't have it hooked up i was gonna check out what the classic was this week <coughs> i do know that i mislabeled a classic last week I called it something else and it was The Witch, so my bad, but you can listen to us talk about The Witch. <laughs> it was just like you put the wrong title on it? Uh, yeah. Yes. Nice. Someone let me know. Solid. I Strong not, play. I did not okay. fix it. Um, but yeah, check out patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror for back episodes, for Slack, for live streams. We are, of course, uh, live streaming right now in high definition video like we do every week. Um, and the BGH book Club pick for January um, is Devolution by Max Brooks. So there you go. You can discuss that on Slack uh, or on the BGH Reddit. <clears throat> um, I think that's it for housekeeping. We got an email here from Sam. Sam says, with art generated by machine learning becoming a contentious issue in all kinds of artistic niches recently, how long until we see the first film written by algorithms? I think an easy on the plot, heavy on the atmosphere film like Skinamarink could easily be written and even storyboarded with current technology. I hard agree. And I think it'll happen. Would have been made better. probably. <coughs> most likely. I think it'll happen in the horror yeah. genre first because the knowledge that you're watching something a machine produces is inherently creepy. And some studio is smart enough to lean into that fact. I mean, it's pretty well understood that this is going to happen, especially with what's going on with like AI art right now. Although I did just see, um, just today, Getty filed a huge lawsuit against uh, the the big one. Yeah, for uh, using the stable it, diffusion people. Yes, for I'm, using its images to train the AI on. I'm super skeptical. I think what the the email is suggesting around using the tech as like a way to build a framework for a film totally plausible like i just think we're i think we're far off but i think in our lifetime we will see fully ai generated movies i know alexa generates stories for my daughter when she prompts this one app to like create a new story they are bullshit <laughs> every morning i'm just like that pirate did what that didn't even make sense but yeah but what's like, creepy, i love it what's creepy is kids don't like i love it i'm what? like girl you need to get more critical but it's your... creepy though that kids don't care and like the the really creepy thing is if you ever see those like Russian kids YouTube channels. That oh are just, God, those. Uh, what they do yeah. is they plug in. I could go on a rant. They plug in like 3D models from just movies or video games or whatever, and then they ju they just come up with like five, 10 minute videos of total garbage nonsense, and kids are like love it, and then it just the, yeah. you know the algorithm keeps feeding it. And there was one that was a had stirred up controversy a couple of years ago because it, they started getting weird, and one was like showing Spider Man burying some other character alive or something like the thing had just gotten weird and gone off the rails and they no, there's no human involved in the process. They just My daughter will be like, out. click on the next one when I give her very minimal YouTube time and I'll be like, all right, fine. And it's like always like, it'll be like a song like London Bridge is yes, falling down, yeah. but it's the words will be like, ladybugs around the town. And then like whatever you're watching is just like totally non sequitur. Yeah, yeah. It's so bizarre. Like Jason's just going to like come in and be like, howdy kids. <laughs> like yeah. it's just, it's really weird. Yeah. I, John, when we're still doing this show, I like 70. Well, mm -hmm. we can bet. I'd really, I truly believe in our lifetimes we're going to see this. It may be yeah. 20, 30 years off, but. 
I'll I'll buy you lunch if I'm wrong. How about that? Deal. <laughs> and you can do the same. When when one of us dies and that movie hasn't happened, you can like put the lunch on my grave. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'll just leave. I'll just leave an iPad playing one of these movies on your. Yeah. <laughs> he would have wanted it this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave it on repeat on like uh, the public public domain cartoons for you, mm-hmm. Mister Needle. Or it'll just Mr. be Pankerson. it'll just be like this section of the podcast looped playing at your funeral. Like he was he was wrong. He was wrong. I was right. <laughs> so so wrong. And I'm out. Yeah. Um. Oh. I'm reading emails. So yeah. No, just just let's let's let that sit for Last a Last up, <laughs> our friend, good friend, Caitlin from Kissimmee. Yellow Brick Road is on 2B TV. Celebrate. I meant to tell you that. Episode question mark. 2B is free. Clapping emojis. That's from Caitlin Kissimmee. Um, I I like that movie too much to put it up for scrutiny on this show, is how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good call. And that's we, a that is a um first person deal. Um dogs going at it over here. Um there is if I am correct, if I remember correctly, it is like mixed. It is mixed. There's like some found footage, but I don't believe the whole thing is found footage. Mm. Um I haven't seen it in years. It's really weird. I would real very much like to relive it. We used to do staff picks, but like there's so much horror coming out now. There's almost no weeks where there's not like something we're trying to catch up with. Well, exactly. With Shutter, with yeah, there's so many. Yeah. We also have been doing there's this lots. show for so goddamn long. We kind of all ran out of like staff picks. Uh, Basket Case Two. It sounds like I got to check yeah. out. So for sure. Hey, John. Did you ever watch The Baby? No, no. All right, you got two on your list. <laughs> Baby. Yeah. We might have to get Mark back for Basket Case 2. I believe Basket Case 1 was that his was like one first big jam, finger, yeah. one of his. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All right, that's it for email. What do we got on Twitter? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Twitter. I'm still sick. It's been two months. All right, we got a couple tweets out there. Our first one comes from at Duck Sensual. Could you name a better horror movie title? Than Skinnamarink. Any title. It's a bad <laughs> I title. actually, no, hold on. I will go to bat and say, good title. The title yeah. is creepy, and the po- the title and the poster in conjunct, like those work together in a way that unsettled me. So, kind I mean, of surprised they got away with using equal, it. Equally good slash better is it, not, that, like, we, that list could be very long, but yeah. what else? Uh, next up comes from at well horror, also known as well adjusted horror podcast. Uh, do you guys feel like it would be this would have benefited from being seen on a smaller screen? Uh, well, I watched it on a smaller. We screen, all did. So. I actually <laughs> thought like maybe there's something to seeing in a theater with people that like I missed out on, but I really couldn't say. I would have felt bad groaning out loud in a theater in front of other people. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. It was more like this. It was more like. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that would have extra benefit because I'd have my company recliner, but. Definite nap. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Next one comes up from our old friend uh, at Mike underscore Snootian. Was there anything in your childhood homes that filled you with unexplainable but abject terror? Um, I was very, very afraid of my basement when I was a kid. There's, um, 
it was like half finished like you could hang out in it but it wasn't like there was an old wall really old like weird dark brown wood and like a bootleg door cut in it i'm doing quotes like that you would open it up to get to the water hot water heater but it just looked like a monster murder door like mm-hmm. to this day if i'm walking up out of a basement i'm like i'm picking up speed as i go up the stairs yeah i don't know that there was anything in my parents like the house i grew up in my grandparents house i felt like every nook and cranny was like evil Mm -hmm. you know part of it was like the decor it was very sort of like early 70s decor they had um it wasn't this became scary for different reasons they had an old exercise bike have you ever guys seen these exercise bikes that it was like 100% steel and it did this this thing where it like folded back and forth kind of yeah yeah I injured myself very badly when I was fucking around on that when I was like eight or something and then was like pretty afraid of it. Not yeah. for spooky reasons, but because like I was like that thing could fucking take off my foot basically. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Well, my grandma's house was which, you know, was over 100 years old uh, back when she was still with us. We still had the house at the basement in that one still had like dirt floors. And like the old, like decaying brick walls on one side, I was always terrified of that because it just smelt like a tomb. You were like, this house is going to fall down on me right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the house I grew up in was just straight up haunted. Um, I wanted to prove you to that. You can DM for details if you're so <laughs> inclined or interested. But yeah, it was it was pretty messed up. So everything in that house uh, terrified me. What did just the small anecdote? What did the cops say to your mom that one time? Uh, the one young handsome cop that I saw at this point three times. Settle down. All right, we don't need to hear about. <laughs> hey, hey, I was like twelve. I was paying very close attention. To this, all right, it was the highlight of my week. He told my mom, uh, "Ma'am, you know, I'm sorry to tell you here. I gotta say." There's either a ghost haunting this house or you got someone living in the walls. Yeah. And so when I saw the boy, I was like, oh, hell no. This is my worst fear. Like, because it always, I was like, I would rather a ghost. I would rather a ghost than a grown human man living in the walls of my house. Or like a small boy. Uh, Mm. Yeah. Like a small Uh, doll. I mean, he wasn't small. I know. (laughs) All right. Our last tweet of the night comes from Ash, uh, Schnecky91, and it's a good callback to former SBGHs. Uh, Holy Toledo, you remember Small Wonder, but never heard of the Werewolf TV series? Instead of watching Breaking Bad for the 8,000th time, <laughs> set aside an hour and read the Wikipedia page at, and at least watch the pilot on YouTube. I watched Breaking Rick, Bad Rick at Baker least. Baker did the design. Help me out, Casey. <laughs> I've watched Breaking Bad's Elite, Bad at least three times in the last two months. That's all I do. Good nice. Lord. Good Lord. I I actually side with the tweet at this point. I mean, I wasn't upset at the existence of the werewolf show. I thought it sounded cool. <laughs> Listen, I've been on the internet and I've read about some 80 shit. I experienced some 80 shit. The fact that I have never heard of that makes that like fairly obscure. Okay, fair enough. I think that was all the tweets, Eric. That was. Love it. I mean, John, all I do is be on the internet and read about 80 shit. Like, how have I not heard that? <coughs> all right. Let's see what the dingus is on Instagram. I had to say. What are you going to do sick? It's great. 
This I is, think next week. This is from next the week? Het, by the way, and it had three exclamation points. I told him to stop yelling at me. Oh. Ooh, the Het, too. Good. I didn't know the Het was on Instagram. Who knew? He still listens. Hey, guy. We're doing this next week? Am I going to like this? What do you think? I don't know. The Het seems to I think so. Yeah. That's not what he's saying here, to be It's fair. got favor- favorable numbers on IMDb. It's above a five. <laughs> yeah, it's like what's, a COVID yeah. what's uh story, what's right? skinnamarink <laughs> what is skinnamarink on imdb skinnamarink's like 5.4 that's pretty bad for imdb yeah 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 i agree uh next up karina says why wasn't this movie 20 minutes shorter why wasn't it or why wasn't it one well, the hour short, listen the why short was, is 20 minutes and it's great guys go watch it why wasn't it 100 like, minutes shorter? Your, like a walking ad for the short over here and look i'm telling you it's just it, it would fix everybody's problems with this movie and it infuriates me that it existed it's before the, the feature only version of this movie that i want to see i know next up adam says 100 minutes of nothing happening prayers for eric actually john was a lot more fired up although to be fair We'll switch places. To be fair, I had a few days to kind of cool down before Shinar saw it. Yeah. (laughs) You wake up in here in this house, dot, dot, dot. What do you do? Huh? I don't know. Do they say that in this movie? Probably go back to sleep at that point. I wear earplugs (laughs) when I sleep, so I wouldn't hear it. In fact, I keep I keep a pile of earplugs next to me on my nightstand so that when they inevitably fall out, I can just like wildly reach over into the pile and grab one and stick it in my ear. I can't hear anything over the CPAP, so I'm good. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck, is this house haunted too? I'm only running this. Like, I will I never know. forget that horror hunt weekend with the dueling CPAP machines, like five of us in the hotel room. And I was like, how am I supposed to sleep? Like, what am I doing? Hey, it's better than the alternative. (laughs) I found it very soothing. It's like a white noise machine. Yeah, not so much. I need silence in my sleep. Favorite children's song when you were a kid or maybe even as an adult? That's from Paul. Miss Mary Mac. I liked that with the late clapping. I was saying like when I was, my parents didn't play kids music for us. They just played their music. No, Eric, this is the shit you learn like at recess when somebody's like got a hula hoop or a jump rope I, I or guess. something this isn't yeah, like your re- parents are playing for no you. but i read this is like the kind of shit that we play for our kids like the wiggle well if it's in the like van of skinnamarink it's like a game with hand motions and things you do i don't have one from when when i was little but i loved uh when my as my kids which we don't really listen to kids music with them anymore but the uh i like to eat apples and bananas oh yeah i like that love that one That's yeah it's fine one. it annoys the, me that i like kids... the down by the bay the rafi yeah. yes down by the bay get, also great uh, what about the rafi. whale there's a what's the one with the whale? baby beluga baby beluga oh fuck it that song it annoys me that most kids songs are like two minutes long because it's not long enough for me for like i want all songs to be like five minutes long <laughs> I hate two minute songs. It's not we'll, we'll get we'll get Rafi. I just need to never hear oh. any Coco Melon or Simple songs ever again in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, come to think of it, I, I don't. I know I listen to some of those kids' music uh, songs and stuff, but like Eric said, I, my mom just always played her music. She was a lifelong guy, kindergarten Same. teacher. I actually, my daughter knows every word to the new Taylor Swift album. Like. It's impressive. I actually refuse to play Coco Melon in my house. I won't do it. it. She knows it's not allowed here, too. Yeah, we, I mean, my kids don't. Well, my kids are kind of past it. Um, do you guys ever listen to the Laurie Berkner band? You ever heard she of Laurie great. Berkner band? Okay, I she's will do awesome. her. Love Laurie Berkner. Yeah, That's great, great, right? I'm always trying to be like, you know, the dinosaurs when you love that. Let's do uh, that. Yeah, she's, she's really good. Some, so real, some real cl- classics here. Yeah, big time. I haven't even heard of her. Um, yeah. I don't know it's, what to make of this. Rumor is this movie is scariest to those growing up in post two thousand single parent homes. Huh? 
I, whatever. Okay. I was in a post. Sorry for them. I guess my response was, was literally my my response so was there's literally no story. So I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> so you know that's a good point. And I brought this up uh, to you guys like on text, I think, or something. But I wonder if that's part of it because it seems like my problem with this movie because this movie seems to be largely a lot of the horror is the idea of these two kids stuck in this apartment by themselves aside from the goofy shit going on. And that didn't bother me either. Cause like I said, I was a post eighties single parent kid, but it's also a latchkey kid for like kindergarten all through elementary school. Cause my mom was a teacher. I was home by myself every day for at least two hours. Never phased me. Yeah. So the idea of these kids being stuck in the apartment, it's like, yeah, that's I, well, I that typically big. that that does kind of like get me as I mean, yeah, I mean, parents. if there's yeah. a demon in yeah. the house, like, but look, that's look, scary. we had just seen what was it on a Shutter? They just added that eight eighty three wackadoo horror movie that we watched that was uh, Sam oh, Neill and um, Possession. 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 Okay, yeah. so there's a whole through line in there where a child is like totally like it's like a negligent parent situation and the kids by himself, right. For a while. And he's like, it's, you remember this Eric? it's real freaky. Yeah. Okay. That got me where I was like, I'm, I'm like horrified. Like yeah, funny. I was seriously the whole time. Like, is this kid by himself? Here's the is thing. He, how long is possession? It? Where is his mom? But possess- I don't understand. Possession is also though a, a pretty, a fairly abstract movie that also really plays, well, that's what I, there you it go. really plays that's with your sense going. of time. Like yes. there's a scene where Sam Neill walks in and like, finds the kid disheveled, covered in With blood. Food, and like, he doesn't even have any idea how long the kid's been alone. So that's a, my point is like, we had just watched that and that movie kind of blew me away and has something very similar in that sort of. It actually does. That's really interesting angle, but it was done so cohesively and in a way that actually did strike so much terror. Like in this, I could barely tell that's really like what was happening was the kids were by the themselves. same person has a brilliant question. Pick one. Experience 2020 all over again or be forced to see this as your only entertainment for two weeks. <laughs> I had a particularly I difficult 2020, so I would say I would I'll take the two weeks. I can make it. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I would, for two weeks. I can yeah. like no one's I saying I have to might overstate how much like personal entertainment time I get. Right. So. No one's saying I have to entertain myself. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Can I just work like can I, I read a book? Yeah. Um, Presumably, no. That's a little. That's you know, that would be entertaining. I don't really know an answer this, but most unique life achievement you are proud of? Oh boy, didn't we? I think we had a version of this question before. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say best actress in a student acted one out play, um, nice. or student directed one out play in high school. Okay. I was going to say raising three children to the current yeah. ages that they are without any mm. of them dying. Um, Amen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, knock on wood, right? Like, there's still a long way to go. <laughs> I got a John C- uh, Philip Sousa award from the Marine Corps in uh, senior year for senior awards and made my mam- uh, grandma have a panic attack thinking I enlisted. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, man. As opposed to my grandma once who was just my grandparents on my dad's side used to just come and stay the summer because they had like an RV. And she would just like walk around the house, like cleaning up my dishes before I was done with them and or insulting me for like the whole. So like I'm literally doing the dishes one day and she just like sidles up to me and she's like, you'd never join the army, would you? (laughs) 
I was like, no, yeah. I wouldn't actually. Are you are you nagging me? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I did. I do have a um, regional Emmy, which is kind of which is kind of cool. You know, there's a thing in the bottom. It's like, don't sell this. You must bequeath it to your children. Oh, or give it back to us. Yeah. You can, can you like melt it down for you know the raw metals? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like plastic with like a lead in the bottom of it but there's so you there probably is, could. if there are metals it's definitely some spray painted horseshit yeah um I've, I've got kind of a stupid amount of uh technical certificate certifications so i guess that's a big one it's uh contributed well to my salary there you go. what's that like getting raises a month from <laughs> um all right do you think if there was no hype surrounding this movie, it would be more enjoyable? No. I think I'd be less angry. I, I mean, yeah. I might be less angry, but I'd still be just as annoyed. I think I'd just be confused, not quite as like. Buff, yeah. Yeah. Perfect analogy is like uh, I talked in the past, like how I found six string samurai in the days before digital cable and the men digital menus and all that crap. And you flip through movie channels and you find something weird that caught your attention. And you watch it for a minute. This would never lasted more than five minutes in that kind of situation. Right. You'd yeah. be like, what the hell is this? And keep going. For sure. Yeah. All right. Last question of the evening. I can either spend my money in flaming hot Cheetos or this movie. What should I do? Cheetos. Mm -hmm. I guess so. Depending on Maybe it's worth rolling the dice. Though. What did you say? Something's gonna burn. Suck. We'll put it that way. Love it, um, Elizabeth. Where can people um, find you right now? You just did a thing. Yeah, I was actually pulling up to make sure I said the name of it correctly. I was just um, a member of the Women Critics Best of Twenty Twenty Two panel on Cinemondo's YouTube channel. So that's Cinemondo, C-I-N-E-M-O-N-D-O mm -hmm. um, with Kathy and some other and Lara of RBGH. Cinemondo nice. is, is Kathy's thing and Kathy, yeah, Kathy's a longtime BGH fan and a slacker and part of the community. Yeah, so. it's cool. Check it out. Nice. Um, John, you're on Plug It Up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be recording with Whitney sometime in the future. Oh, has that not been? I'm not going to, I'm not telling you a movie. You're going to wait and find out. Exciting. What about you, Casey? You're recording with Whitney soon? Yeah, I'll be recording with uh, Whitney soon. We haven't set the date, but I'm not going to tell you my movie either. And then uh, you can also find me right now on uh, Dads from the Crypt, talking about uh, Pickman's model from GDT's uh, Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. Nice. Nice. Um, follow me on Spotify, H Y dash F Y working on EP right now. It's going to be Q one. I think we decided right John last week. <laughs> I got some work done on it this weekend, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Um, I would say follow me on Twitter, but like who knows when that's going to be around. So the most, the most effective thing you can do is follow me on Spotify, H Y dash F Y or Instagram where I'm Eric B G H. Came out today, John. Twitter lost 40% of its revenue last year, which seems like a bad... I'm not good at business mm -hmm. like you are, but that doesn't seem good. It's not great. No. You're not... It's not going the direction you want it to go. If you Especially were, when you're paid $44 billion for it. If you were advising Elon Musk, John, what, what would your advice to him be? Shut it down. <laughs> Cut your losses. Shut Cut it losses, down. Bro. I like Shut it. Shut it down. I mean, Seven. he's taking a bad... Well, whatever. We don't need to get into it. It's, it's too much, but... Yeah, it's all bad. 
That's fine. Uh, let it burn as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. Oh, the other thing that came out today was that the the investor video where they showed off the AI driving was faked. Like Ooh. proven to be faked. Like Tesla's? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The original the original hype video that was like self-driving cars. And it was totally fake. Oh well. So there you go. People are that cool. Tracks. Surprise! Yeah. And people are like, hey, I think this is fraud. Yeah. Well. He's he's got another trial coming on Tesla's side. So. That's true. All right. All right. It's gonna do it for Skinamarink. Uh next week is sick. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hope you enjoy Peacock? Peacock? Or Hulu? Peacock. Peacock. Okay. Imagine peacock. Having, imagining like 15 years ago looking in the future at this conversation being like, what Did are you these? Say the cock? No. <laughs> <laughs> People don't say that. I am now. <laughs> Imagine like 15 years ago us looking into the future at this conversation and being like, what are these words we're saying? Like what? <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk to you next week. See you. I know. Bye-bye.